When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Bunny, I was thinking, I miss you so much. Hi, Bunny. <laughs> okay, the first part of that, very disturbing. Monet exchange saying, I was thinking. This mm-hmm. can't go well. Should we retake this? No, I was thinking about fucking <laughs> offing you, bitch. Hi, Bunny. What the fuck are you doing? How the fuck are you? <laughs> it's a beautiful spring day in Manhattan. And... We have a spring fever love filled episode. We for do. Oregon irony listeners. Yeah, we do. This is a very loveful episode. I'm very actually excited about it. When we did our stereo live, I didn't realize that our listeners of this podcast would be have so many questions about love and uh, want to know our thoughts about love and sexual experiences. And I guess that's something people always want to talk about, right? Sex. Sex and love are like. It is the great connector, in my opinion. Everyone wants to fall in love, and everybody wants to fuck. So, I mean, it makes sense. Oh, yes. Keep talking, Monet. I'm about to come. Oh, oh, yes, do it. Oh, yes. God, if, 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 if when you come, you start to sing, I never want to hear you come ever again. Uh, but it was it's spring. Spring has well, spring has been done. Had sprung did in New York City. It is is uh, it's almost April twentieth. So it, spring was almost a month ago. But the temperature is finally uh well no that first there were some weeks in in March there where the temperature got really warm. It was like high like high like low seventies high sixties. It was kind of crazy. Yes. But yeah. now you know, April showers though bring May flowers. Yes, don't they? 
I saw that you did you did a a, a gig like an in person gig this weekend. How how this past week? Oh. How did you feel about it? Well, you know, I DJed at the Monster. Typically, they dance. They were seated and they had a socially distanced crowd. But I loved it. It sold out in one day. And uh, I don't know, maybe about 40, 50 people downstairs that used to hold 150. And um, Brenda Darling does shows. It was fun. I mean, I left my mask on, prissed around a little bit, and we're going to do it again this week and uh, have two seatings because it sold out. So it's, it's, listen, I'd love to be back running around dance floors that were full, you know, with people, you know, all dancing, but you know, they don't want to dance yet because then people are breathing heavily in an enclosed space. So, um, you know, that's easy for me to DJ and not make anyone dance. I just put on RuPaul's music. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's my question. Um, I'm happy that, not question, my comment. I'm happy that the monster was able to stay open during the pandemic. You know, the monster is a, in, in my experience, one of the oldest bars I've been to in New York. Um, I don't really, free, I mean, I, I go to Stonewall here and there, but the monster is a somewhere that I worked at like regularly and like a place I spent a lot of time at when I was a local queen in New York. So I'm happy that they were, that they able, they were able to uh, make it through the, uh, Pandemi Lovato. <laughs> yeah, they have outdoor seating and then they they serve food. I think there's a rule that says they have to and, uh, you know, it's some microwave something or other, but people, you know, had, that had come out to the Disco Sundays tea dance from 6 p.m. in the past, wanted to do it again and I'm so glad that they did and we're going to do yeah. it again this Sunday. Yeah, and you know, maybe next time you're there, you'll fall. In, maybe next week you'll fall in love, Bunny. Maybe there will be some gentleman who buys a whole table for four just to sit there and stare at you the whole time, and he might be stroking his dick under the table, and then you're gonna fall in love. I I, I believe that for you. I want that for you. Uh, well, okay. I mean, I, I guess I I could take a gander in his direction <laughs> if that table was full of tempting foods. And surprise, it'll be me. Hey, buddy. Uh, tempting <laughs> was the operative word. <laughs> On that note, we are going to jump straight to the calls this week because they were so interesting. There were so many. We wanted to get as many of you guys in as possible because later we have the illustrious, the diva, the beautiful, the icon, the very crazy Katya as our <laughs> guest this episode. So stay tuned for that feature. But the calls first. With Katya, we talked a lot about love, and like Katya made it very clear. She's like, "Bitch, I am looking for fucking love." She's like, "I mean," she's like, "I am putting it out into the universe. I'm trying to find a man. I'm trying to marry a man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find a partner." So she was very vocal and very loud and proud and strong about it. So we thought we would do this stereo about like love in a panorama. Well, we already have a few voice notes. Let's take our first one from. Ooh, people make fun of me all the time, but I love to hit on the avatars. Rob, your avatar is very cute. I love the hat and I love the beard. You're very hot. Listen to what to what Rob has to say. So let's talk about Craigslist personals. How much do we miss it? Oh. Uh, uh, fuck. Girl. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Craig, honey. You girl. said a mouthful. Okay. <laughs> I've had Several a mouthful mouth on Craigslist. Full. <laughs> a couple times a week with those ooh, 
Honey. I know. Okay, so when so if, if in case you're too young, you don't know about Craigslist. Craigslist personals back when I was younger, they were like the thing. Like that's how I first started hooking up. Like, well, well, I mean that's not true. I used to go on Adam for Adam, but then I, then I found out about like Craigslist shortly after that, like like my earlier twenties. And bitch, I used to stay hooking up with guys on Craigslist, uh, on the Craigslist personals, and then like there was everything. There was like. Um, M for W, uh, W for M, M for M, W for W, uh, or there was sometimes M for T or T for M, and it was like all these uh, all these uh, little acronyms for like like men for women, women for men, men for men, women for women, uh, men for trans, trans for women. It was like all it was all the things. That's, that's used the one to be... I was on, honey. That's the one I was on, <laughs> girl. Same, same. Honey. Same. Honey. <laughs> for T, darling. And, and and they would they would like to bust my friends would bust me and say bunny do you literally go to the door to let in those straight men with a full lady bunny look sequin mini dress and big wig i say yes it is trolley oh my god open did you door. really bunny no you did not yeah, I mean, in full lady bunny yeah. geese Oh, completely upper and lower lashes, and I know <laughs> uh, this is so funny. I, I know somebody who, uh, you know, an older black guy who was also a drag queen who uh, put put ads out as a daddy and as a drag, and she got a mixed Word. up. The doorbell rang. She uh, she went to the door and. Uh, oh opened the door and it was the little twink who was expecting the black daddy and she had on she had on a bob wig and lip gloss and a little bit of, of, of foundation and the twink said oh i think i left something in my car she said girl i never heard the gravel hit my window harder uh, that is so funny no no <laughs> Yeah, Craigslist personals used to be the fucking team, and then, I, and so it was like a federal rule, right? To like ban it, like they like they like stop Craigslist personals federally. Well, they stopped a few things recently in 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 recent years. Uh, they they stopped the um, Rent Boy a, several years ago. Yeah, and they yeah. stopped uh, Backpage. And uh, which was like personals and hustling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's take uh, 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 another another call. But yeah, Curtis personals were fucking the tea. All right, let's take a call from um, Bimpe. I love Bimpe. What are some um, red flags that you have with online dating? Like, do you have anything that gives you the ick? Ooh, a lot of things the- for me. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. Monet exchanges face. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, uh, something for me is uh, if you are a gay man, I mean, I don't know how frequent it is in um, in, in in straight or lesbian or other uh, interaction, but on a lot of gay men dating apps and profiles, they love having a capital T and they'll put like all words, they're like, it'll be all lowercase and just the capital T, which means that that person is into Tina, AKA meth. And that is a big red flag. When I see anything like party and play or tea or anything like that, that is immediate. I block the profile because I'm just, I'm just not into that. Now I have hooked up with someone who was high on Tina and I didn't know it. I just thought maybe he was like a little drunk or something. 
And then while we were like hooking up, he pulled out his fucking Tina pipe money and like began to do with Tina. I was like, oh no, you can't do this hair. Like, no. And then he's like, oh, it's okay. It doesn't smell. I was like, I don't care if it smells. Don't fucking smoke this shit in my house. And like, he got the fuck out of my house. Well, why did you sell it to him? <laughs> my God. Have you ever had a guy, yeah. have you ever had a guy hook up with you and like, and like try to do Tina? Well, Monet, I've only, guys have only ever hooked up with me thinking that they would get some drugs. I mean, let's be real. What do I have to offer? <laughs> Viagra? Yeah. I just get a stiff neck. <laughs> what, are, what, what are some red flags for you? Well, I won't get together. You can tell so much from the voice. And I don't want to hmm. get together with anyone without speaking to them on the phone and making what? sure. Oh, yeah, because because uh, the, um, you know, they'll you always your at my ad was all, people liked my ad because they could tell that I do hook up regularly and that I know exactly what I want. So I will say in my ad, I'm looking for this this and we're going to do this or this and if there's something that we're not doing I'll say we're not doing this so I would put mm. I'm not looking for drugs I'm not looking for money and then this was the one that really got them because they thought I was going to you know be like a together person but mm -hmm. I would say if it works out um, you know this could be a regular thing you know and stuff like that so mm. they thought I, they thought I'm not just like a flighty they thought I was looking for someone to regularly hook up with not like a Somebody who's just going to spring on them that I was a hooker or, you know, right, whatever. Right, but right, right. See, see, you got to get them on the phone because they'll read 5, 10, 20 ads and be thinking, yeah, yeah, that's the one. And get it confused with the one that said, you know, she wanted to bear back. And I'm like, no, right. no. So I need to no, get them on the phone. For. They're all horny. You got to get them on the phone and say, so I just want to remember because, you know, we've all seen a lot of ads this is what we said we were going to do, and I don't do this, and I do this. So, so and, and I can tell. I said, so then get up. If, if that's what, if that's, if that's, if you like that, then come on, baby. Work. Okay, that's good. I guess, I guess I'm always nervous about killing the mood, so I don't ever do that. Now, I have had dating profiles before, and on dating profiles, like not just hookup over, like actual dating profiles and stuff, stuff that's like an, an ick or no for me are like, uh, I'm trying to think of what are the things that like an ick on dating, like dating, not just fucking. Um, a Trump family, a Trump family member. Well, yeah, oh yeah. If you say anything <laughs> about right wing or anything about anything like that, I'm immediately like, ew, absolutely not. Um, jobless. Now I know that may seem shady, but a big like turn on for me, something that I find very sexy, is like ambition. So, like, I don't care if you, I don't care what your job is. If you're, if you're a, 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 um, a trolley stacker at Target or you work, like, or whatever, like, I don't care. As long as you're, like, ambitious about it, like, as long as you, like, you really go hard at that, I think, I find that to be sexy. Like, I always say, my, if I do meet a husband or whatever, they don't have to be the, C, the a Fortune 500 CEO or whatever. I don't care about any, like, the monetary. I care about, like, if you're ambitious, if you, like, are really passionate. That, that is so hot to me. Well, I'm glad I'm not ambitious. <laughs> Let's take another call. Uh, Kyle. So I don't know if either of you used it, but um, BGC, which is the spa in college, 
Ooh. Um, you know, I used to go on there for my little stories or whatever, but <laughs> the quality of content, yes. Grinder <laughs> and these other apps don't hold the candle. <laughs> oh, Ooh, girl. He, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Which, what did he say it was? BCG. BGC. No, BGC was um, Black Gay Chat. That was like, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, but Black Gay Chat was about like, I want to say, it was around, around when I was in high school, I heard of it. So that would have been what, like 2008 uh, was when BGC was like popular. It's like, it's like, it was around the time of Adam for Adam too. Yeah, BGC, bitch. Oh my God. Yes, Black Gay Chat. Uh, it was interesting. It was, it was definitely a thing. Um, let's take a listen to Selena Estides. Estides. Oh, my God. Selena. I love Selena, too. Oh, my God. Speaking of Craigslist, y'all remember the phone lines, bitch? I remember one time I was on the phone line with this guy. He said he looked like Adam Levine. So, bitch, I took a train, hopped all the way up to Sacramento, bitch. <laughs> this bitch looked like fucking Oompa Loompa, not Adam. Oh, my God. The phone line. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, but see, with the phone lines, you can email uh, 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 photos. But you know what? I can, I need to hear the sound because you can be saying that you're anything. I can tell what you are by the way your voice sounds. Really? You think so? Oh, totally. Oh, totally, honey. Because, you know, when you're on that M for T line, you have to know, is this, uh, is this guy going to, uh, you know, fuck? my brains out or fuck me to fuck me up you know you're dealing with straight guys or you know trans chasers or whatever you don't know yeah yeah this is true i mean but girl there are people who work like who are phone sex operators who they literally hire because they have appealing voices and sometimes they're I you was know they may one. not listen. were you no I you were not one. of course i was i did it with Oh, girl, I think it was Connie Girl and Ch- Chicklet and uh, <laughs> other friends about it. We all did it. I did it at two different places. At one time, my boss was a lawyer on crack what? who ordered QVC all night long. And we would see crack vials in the toilet. Bunny, shut the fuck. You were not a phone sex operator. As a woman. As a woman. Oh, what? Uh- I mean, you do have a very feminine voice. Well, honey, you should have heard Pepper start talking <laughs> to those gentlemen. And there was one, there was one that called for Pepper all the time, and because he liked to talk about he like he was into scat, and we oh, we had to keep we had to keep them on as long as we could, and we made more money. And so uh, he called up one time, wanted to talk about Scott, 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 and I said, oh, I've got a surprise for you today, something oh really special. I said, I'm opening my butt cheeks. I want you to come near. Oh, I want you to sniff it. Yeah, I want you to lick it. And here's the surprise. I've got diarrhea. And he and he'd been he had been like, oh, 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 yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. And then oh, then he stopped cold and said, no, hard turd only. <laughs> Bunny, I am literally, I am fucking gagging literally and figuratively at this point. 
Well, good. Pepper. If I was a phone line operator, my name would be... I feel like I am like a Angie. I think... <clears throat> let me try to... <clears throat> Hey, hello, what's up? It's um, it's your girl Angie here, and um, how do I sound? Do I sound, do I sound convincing? It's yeah. Angie here. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Put your wig on. Put your wig on. Girl, I would. I would. Oh, my God. Let's take another stereo call. This is too much. I'm fucking living. All right. Oh, my God. Play it, Monet. So, two quick questions. I'm roller skating. But one, how do y'all feel about cruising in public spaces? And two, how do we feel about racial preferences where they're like, no whites, no, no blacks, sorry, it's just a preference. And also, how does that apply to like preferences for body type? Like if they're like just mask or just a bear, that kind of thing. Ooh, you know, I have to be honest and in my, and this might be like not what you're expecting me to say, but. I, when I see that on someone's profile, I appreciate it because then I'm not wasting my fucking time. You know what I mean? If your profile says no blacks, no fats, got it. I'm not the girl for you. And that means I just won't message you because then if it doesn't have that, because they're trying to be so PC and then I'm like, so then I message you and then you block me or say something nasty. I feel like shit. You know what I mean? So when they have it on their profile, I'm like, bitch, then good. That's that's like you go to like a grocery store and they have the fucking Confederate flag in the window. Good. I know not to shop there because I'm not welcome. You know what I mean? So a lot of, yes, people can say it's not PC or whatever, but I appreciate it because I know where not to shop. Bunny. Well, but it, not, not only is it not welcome, you wouldn't want to go where you're not welcome. But you would, if you did go there for whatever reason, you would assume that the sex wouldn't be some of the best, right? Right. And yeah, and, you know, I've seen people, um, you know, talk about how, you know, don't say, you know, I mean, there's better terms than I'm a dinge queen if you're white and you like black guys, or if a rice queen. There's nicer terms, you know, Asian or you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. this is this is what I, I wanted to say about that is that, you know, the, I've seen people complain about it recently, but I, I agree, you know, when people have very stringent things, but what are they supposed to do? Say, no, I love black and Asian guys or, you know, I love white and Asian guys or whatever combination they like. And then mm-hmm. so, that, so then the person comes over there and what are they supposed to do? Say, right. oh, I just didn't want to be P. I was trying to be PC in my ad. In you know? truth, I really don't like Asian guys, but you're really cute, and I'm sorry. And here's Cap there. Nobody has time for that. I said, you yeah. know, what? I mean, why don't you just say, you know, what you want, and 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 I mean, try not to say it in a way like, you know, no, no rice. But but then again, you have to admit that that's the point of these uh, grinder and, and shit to pinpoint. Mm-hmm. You're going to be seeing hundreds of profiles. So you want to pinpoint the dick size, top or bottom, you know, all all, location, um, you know, whatever. I mean, this is just the way that it is. It's not, you know, it's not, it doesn't focus on the humanity of us. It focuses on, we have this 
animal urge and who's, here's who's close by, who will best mm-hmm. satisfy it. And, you know, yeah. when, when, when the people started saying, oh, it's not PC to say no blacks or no Asian queens, I just sat there nodding because, honey, before there was Grindr, before there were computers, there were gay magazines, and every single one of them has always said, no fats, no fems, I'm both, now what? If I can have an easy going to it, easy going attitude to it, I grew up with this shit, and I never saw right. it as shame. There's some guys that you can get, and the one that specifically put that you are have attributes that they don't like in their ad. Well, then you don't want to go with them because the sex is going to exactly. Suck. Yeah, I agree a a thousand percent. And um, that's a like that's a little controversial opinion for some of y'all. But girl, I just can't. I just I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm like, good. I'm happy. I know it. Let's take this next one really quick. Pepper, I think you should make an OnlyFans comeback and just do a black screen in that voice, girl. You will be one of the top point one percent of content creators. Oh my God, Bunny! That's not a bad idea. Like, but, oh my God, Bunny! That could be your OnlyFans. You just have a black screen and you do Pepper. Mm, did you enjoy Pepper segment? <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Before you go, were you touching yourself? <laughs> I was. Oh, baby! I hope you call back again sometime. <laughs> Much love. Buddy. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot tell you how excited and happy Buddy and I are to have one of the most delightful Funniest bitches <laughs> on this side of the hemisphere. Wait, 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 wait. I thought we were having Katya. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for the lovely, the delectable Katya Zarkova. Monet exchange from Drag Race. Lady B. She's got shit on her face. I love, I love the, I love the theme song. Thank you. It's Bunny, so that's good. all bunny. That's all I bunny. I know. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that uh, Monet from Drag Race mm-hmm. and Lady B from all over every other place. <laughs> <laughs> now, I I am a little embarrassed that Monet did not use your entire name. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> Yekaterina Petrovna Zamoldichikov. He's a mold that you call it. your mold. You want to get that mold in there. Well, no, the mold is, if you know Katya, you know that the mold is there. It's in her mind. It's in her psyche. She is molded. She is rotted. So, 
I've been trying had- to, I'm not breaking the mold, fucking the mold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have to say, that is one of my favorite things about Katya. I just love, the, I, I love your twisted sense of humor. You don't give a fuck. And it is, honestly, it's so refreshing because I'm someone like, I, I feel like I can't be as, I, I don't even know what the word is. It's do you so feel, great. do you feel, so, do you feel like you have to produce yourself or filter yourself or do you feel self-conscious about what you're saying and stuff when you oh, do no, things? Oh like no, oh no, I'm not, I, I'm one of those girls, I, I tell people, fuck off, your, your grandmother should have died on Twitter, I'm, I'm, one of, I'm one of those. And then when people come at me and they're like, I can't believe you, I'm like, if you want rainbows and sunshine, go follow Blair St. Clair. I'm not the rainbows and sunshine girl. Totally. Like I'm not, I'm not her. You know, you want, you want weaves and wisdom? Go somewhere else. No, that's I'm like, not the weave and wisdom girl. My God, that's but funny. I just love your whole brand of like. I mean, um, fans in, in meet and greets. Fans have brought you people's feet, like legs, a little legs, a leg, more, yeah, freeze dried legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but would it's crazy. die. Yeah, I, I mean, you, Katya does have um, a beside the Russian appearance of a tacky hooker, Katya does have a, a, a goth sensibility. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I actually, that's kind of really more who I am as a person, I guess. And I, that's mm-hmm. the, it's like the, you know, like you think about your, I mean, I'm almost 40 now. So like I've, I, since I was 13, I've been kind of like, that's just, it's been more interesting things that are like dark and ooky spooky, you yeah. know? Um, and, uh, but like, the dra- you know, I don't know. I, I remember when I was like got on Drag Race, I I didn't want to just be like one thing. So I kind mm-hmm. of like did everything else besides what I was like known for doing in drag. Um, and um, I don't like to be limited. Bunny, you know yeah. that. You're a limitless, um, well, expansive, huge, huge. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, is this Utica? All the fat shaming, is this fucking oh Utica? God. Utica, Utica, give Katya back the phone. You are not going to call Do whale you... noses at me. Noise at me. <laughs> you know the most outrageous thing about that whole thing with Utica and uh, Nina West making whale noses is that Nina pretended that she does not speak whale. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I haven't watched it yet? I can't watch it's it. It's so funny. I, I, is so it funny, funny or is it... Is it, is it funny or is it cringe or both? I mean, obviously, oh, I guess it's you see, both. You see, the, the thing is that it goes, it's so cringe, it's funny again. You know what I mean? Because you're sitting there, but okay. I enjoy that. Oh. I, I enjoy being so uncomfortable oh, that I, I, don't, make, I laugh again. I love I it. I don't. I really don't. I'm like, I'm personally, I'm one of the things that's frustrating for me as a Drag Race viewer is that I am overseeing drag queens fail. I don't want to yeah. see it anymore. I want to see them do well and like because. Well, then what are I'm you doing so on this you- podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's my point. I fail enough and have failed so much in my life that I'm like, can we just get a little success up in here? <laughs> I don't I mean, like that part of reality TV when people are like so b- bombing. To me, is like I, I just. Uh, it's horrible. <laughs> what was? Well, you know, I, you but don't ever go see Monet. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I've seen. So I saw you, Monet. Um, me and Trixie saw you when we were in before you were on the show. Oh my god! And you were in New York doing the one. You were doing a uh, a whole night by yourself. Yes. And I was like thinking to myself, I was like, holy shit! Like. <laughs> I, 
first of all, I, I immediately related to you because you were sweating a lot. But I was like, girl. But I was like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, if I was doing 50, 50 to like 70 minutes by myself in this small club, and it was like nonstop, nonstop. It was a barracuda. It was barracuda. Yes, under, yes, yes. It oh was nonstop. God. It was like banter with the DJ, song, lip sync, song, lip sync, banter, 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 <laughs> stand up, stand up, banter with the DJ, song, 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 song. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, my brain almost exploded. And you looked amazing. It was like, and you were, you were so good. It was really impressive. Oh my God. It was God. really impressive. But that's the kind of stuff I want to see on Drag Race. Like, I want to see yeah. that kind of like, that virtuosity, not this like two minute set that goes like, just, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. That's why. That's why I like the challenges that do that. They like they 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 implement more like more like things that like tools that drag queens actually need. Like I love yeah. when they sneak that into challenges. I love yeah. that because I'm like that's what bitches are really doing on the road. Yeah. Funny. I was. Let me, let me ask you what you think about this because I think so. The only good idea I've had for Drag Race is a mini challenge where you have to pack up a trashed hotel room in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think that would be great? Yes, that would be great. Especially when you, get to, so you, you get to the airport and you don't have your ID. Girl. Because you fucked up. Because you were yes. fucked up. Yeah. So, yeah, the night before, they give you a bunch of K. And then... <laughs> oh and cocaine. And then you got to wake up hungover... And you have to pack a, a trashed, you know, Sheridan Suites or, you know, whatever, Best Western. Um, and all the makeup is all on the bathroom floor. And you got to get to the a Delta Terminal in 15 minutes. That's oh, the mini challenge. Uh, uh, and, your, and your trick robbed you. And yes. you, you, you shit inside both of your suitcases. Wait, I mean, what? no, I mean, no, I'm just thinking of things for the challenge. Uh, that never happened. That, that's not that, that, Okay, funny. Okay. All those things that happened to me, girl. Wait, <laughs> wait. Has has trade has definitely stolen my shit before, and I was like, yeah. I'm. In, it's in the moment. I'm like, he's like, he's like. I, I've noticed it. One, I've I've caught trade in the action of doing it. No way. And, yes, bitch. I was in fucking London for New Year's Eve, two thousand, going into 2020. So like uh, a year ago, and I'm at the hotel, and like, when he like next to me on Grinder. He kept on saying, um, when I leave this place, you have to, like, answer the door because I, I won't be able to get a connection. I was like, so you don't have a cell phone. Okay, red flag, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I let him in, and then he, when he came in, I, I unzipped his dick, his pants, I pulled out his dick, and his, his dicks, his, it smelled so bad. I was like, so oh, my God. He was a homeless gentleman. He was, he was homeless. He was a homeless gentleman, okay. He was homeless. And then okay. I was like... All right. I was like, um, actually, my friend is coming back to the hotels in like 10 minutes. I, I, I really fucked up the time. I'm really sorry. So we can't really hang out. He's like, okay, well, do you have a $10? And I was like, uh, I don't have any cash. I'm sorry. He's like, all right, what about five? Like, it, now we're starting to, now it's, it's, it's a fucking auction. He's like, you know, you have $5. You have $1. Like, Sotheby's up in there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have anything. He's like, okay, well, can I go pee? He goes to pee. Ooh. And when he's coming out the bathroom, he, he tries to take my beats, my, my like wild beats off my counter and he puts it in his pocket and i was like what was that did you just take i think you just take something he's like no no i didn't take anything i was like yes you did i just saw you just took something you just took something and then he's like no i didn't take anything and i was like i'm calling the police and he's like so okay sorry 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 here here's here's your beats Damn. back and then he left yeah 
Well, Ooh. that's a great story. Uh, however, I really doubt that it's true because I don't think that homeless people in England ask for $10, okay? <laughs> so Monet, once again, is using this podcast as a way to front lies that make her seem like a victim or more interesting. And I, look, I mean, speaking of victim like and more interesting, I mean, it must be so freeing for you, Katya, to come here in the world that we've created on the Ebony and Irony podcast and escape someone who you are more interesting and funny than, Trixie Mattel. I mean, I can see the relief. It's just, it's all over your face. I feel like baby Jessica just saved from the well. I, I feel like, you know, I, I finally can tell my truth and, and please um, kill her. Please, kill her. No. If she keeps wearing my wigs, I'm going to. Yeah, but but we, we want you to be your most authentic self and your best true self, and we support your journey. Well, obviously, I mean, the whole world is consuming Trixie and Katio content. You guys are so magical together. Uh, separately, obviously, and together, it's even more. Talk to us about the, uh, uh, well, you, you have so many journeys together. First, I want to talk about we the podcast. The podcast is so good. And you guys just take your thing and you just, you guys make it work through all these different mediums. How did the podcast come about? Whose idea was it? And, and um, well, I, also, also, um, I mean, what is it like? to work with a drag queen who you respect and vibe with. I would not know that. I'm on the Ebony and you know Irony podcast with Monet. I mean, this must be phenomenal. Yeah, I truly feel that I've, I've, I've now, I've, I've, you know, I'm, I've arrived now that I'm here. <laughs> I mean, no, we're like, you know, we, uh, we work well together. I think like we both, um, we're now, I think the most interesting thing about our, our professional relationship is when we have a, because we do so many projects together mm -hmm. and she does a million other projects by herself, I'm like, we have to stay really conscious of when is it too much? Like I feel that. And me and Bob too. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you definitely, and I'm sure you, Bunny, you've had this, like where you were like, okay, because the nature of of ninety percent, I mean, maybe a hundred percent of our um, our uh, our professional relationship is based on improvisational comedy. I mean, it's like there there have been times that we've been on the phone, like on a say on a Sunday, we're just chatting, and we have three gigs that week, and I'm like, Mary, let's get the fuck off the phone. We're gonna waste everything. Yes. You know yes. I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Because and also it's like. You know, because it, it, like, for example, the World of Wonder show, like, that's a long day, man. And it's a long, we do three episodes that day and it's all improv and it has to be, there has to be some juice in there. You know, yeah, it doesn't have yeah. to be like blah, 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 but it's got to be like fresh and there has to be something and it's, you can't fake it. Yeah. yeah well, you know, I can't fake it. That yeah. is really going to resonate with our listeners because there's nothing like a successful queen complaining about her opportunities. <laughs> well, if you want more of that, just go over to Trixie's channel. <laughs> that Girl. woman is rich as fuck, is at the top of her game, and will just complain about everything. You know, no, it's great. It's yeah, funny. no, no, I feel that. I feel that. Like, trying to, like, you want to keep it fresh. And well, yeah. well, back when Bob and I used to be in the studio, we used to like do like we, try, we used to try to do like two podcasts a day, and that was too much for me. I was like, I can't, I can't, oh, yeah. I can't. 
What is the, what is your limit? Work. Like, because with the podcast, we've done three. Um, I think we've maybe tried to do four in a day, and that's three guests and just us. That's a lot it's of talking. It's a lot. It's a lot of talking. I, and we do my, short episodes. We do short episodes. Yeah, like, yeah. They're under an hour. You know, yeah. like, um, do, how? What's your guys's limit? Do you find or like, what do you, where do you, or just personally or whatever? Oh, well, Bunny and I, we do, we talk twice a week. Um, but, but, but before the podcast, Bunny would, like, call me, like, sporadically mm-hmm. here and there. And we would, like, chat on the phone for, like, an hour about whatever. But Bunny and I, we, 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 we do, we, we split our time. We do, like, half of our stuff on, on one day and half on another day. And I feel like that keeps us That's pretty good. fresh. Right, Bun? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, one thing that we found, and sometimes we're like, oh, what's going to be the best topic? Or how will this topic still be fresh if we record it Sunday and the podcast comes out Monday? And then sometimes we'll just freeform it and end up talking uh, so long that they have to edit the, uh, the, the podcast <laughs> yeah. way down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's I've ever usually had that my problem. stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, usually, it's usually my stuff that gets edited. You know, like the yeah. gym. Well, Bun- Bunny is um, for the <laughs> listeners at home. I would like to let them in on a little uh, a Bunny hop hop secret. Um, like there's, I so okay. Long story short, I I for, before I was on Drag Race, before I was before I knew you, Bunny. I you were one idols, one of my idols. Now, um, I'm not. <laughs> Now I remember, and I've, I, let's just say that a few months ago or in the past few years, I have had the incredible, surreal opportunity or pleasure of being on the other end of a telephone call at, at all hours of the morning where I was like, oh, hi, hello, hello, bunny. And, and, the, and the, her aside goes like this. AIDS click. (laughs) (laughs) And that was an abbreviated arrangement that was usually, it's usually much longer. And I was like, I made it. I've made it. This is like, this is, I've made it. My idol is now calling me and serenading me in some kind of gibberish, offensive gibberish, an aria of offensive gibberish. (laughs) And I feel like I've truly made it. I feel, I felt very blessed and grateful. And I was just like, wow, you know, that's (laughs) it. I do have a way with words. (laughs) You do. Well, listen, listen, I don't do that to people that don't appreciate it. So we've always hit it off from the time that we toured together on your season's launch. I was uh, DJing and, you know, that was uh, that was a wild trip where I got to know you and Trixie. And um, the last time that I toured uh, was with you in the U.K., on the, yes, uh, that was so fun. Bunny is so fun to tour with. We did a little comedy. It was Queens of Comedy, and um, it was uh, yeah, me, a Jackie. Um, was it Jackie? Yes, a Jackie no. beat Manila. Ja- Manila, um, uh, uh, Nina. Bag of chips. Who is ba- a fool? Ba- yeah, and bag I love of her. shit. Um, and, um, shit. <laughs> I, I remember Bunny said just of- off the off the cup <laughs> on the side of the the sidelines one day. She's like bag of shit <laughs> it's so dumb but it always cracks me up it was a it was a fun tour yeah i've yeah. I've, I've, I've toured with bunny twice once was uh on the haters rose and at one night mm. bunny took we were in portland and i guess bunny took the only edible girl bunny was on that fucking shit Bunny was on the second level just walking up and down doing her dance we're like bunny the show is going on she's like i don't care 
<laughs> really? I, I don't. I, I usually don't ever get stoned on at a show. Oh, bitch, you were stoned that I don't know what this edible was, girl. It was a super edible. <laughs> really? A DJ Maybe it's been gig. a women's Wednesday multi. <laughs> oh, but, but, yeah, my body was so not used to anything healthy that it just rejected it. Uh, <laughs> No, I wanted to. I wanted to switch gears to to mm. to, to your to your love life, Katia. You know. Okay, thank you. Thank I you. talked to you know as a, you know all all three of us. We are girls. We are we are a uh, 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 career women. Yep. And um, bitch, finding love in this industry is so fucked up. It's so hard. I have had many a roller coaster in love and mm. in this journey of my life. How yeah. is yours? What's the team? Um, I wish I could fucking? say that there was one. Um, I am not currently embroiled in a romantic scenario, although I would like very much for that to change immediately. I well, you are a, in I luck. Just... You are in luck because as a thank you for doing this podcast, Monet has agreed to fuck you. After that, I have agreed to kill you. So you're going to, both of your dreams are going to come true and you are going to be a goth heroine for centuries. Monet Exchange will fuck my face. <laughs> Lady B. <laughs> we'll put you in your resting place. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, so I just completed a seven day retreat um, where Ooh. I did a lot of introspection and I completely have transformed as a human being. I'm now proud to say that I am perfect and ready for love. Um, <laughs> and I um I don't have any faults. I don't have there are no cons when you when you you know I mean well I'm smoking right now but that's just a ruse. I'll quit that very shortly in three, <laughs> for three or four days. Um, and I'm ready. I'm ready to be. Um, I'm ready to have a boyfriend and I'm ready to get married. Although I don't need to get married, but I'm ready for so a very quickly? monogamous commitment. Okay. Sure. Are you the girl like you'll go on two dates and you're like I yep. already know I'm yep. down. Let's let's make it yep. happen. Really. Yeah, I will say that in my head, but I'm not a psychopath, so I won't say that to another person right there. But in my head, I mean, when you know, you know. I th- no, I don't agree with that, bitch. When you know, bitch, when, when you know, you think you know, and then two weeks later, you're like, oh, no. You know what I, I mean? I agree with you there. I agree with you there. But I'm an optimist. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think like, so for example, I went out on a date and um, I, last year. So I joined Hinge. Oh my God! It's I was a, on Hinge shoot. I don't like it though. Mira, I, 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 like I it joined Unhinge. <laughs> yeah, and that's, I've had that's, no that's, luck. that's exactly what Trixie said. She's like, Hinge. Have you tried Unhinge? You <laughs> fucking psychopath. <laughs> so, so Trixie wears my wigs and rips off my jokes before <laughs> I tell them. Okay. <laughs> but I'm ready to do it. Listen, I'm, I'm approaching. I'm approaching the twilight of my life. I'm a woman of a certain age. I'm no spring chicken. I'm almost 45 years old, and I'm ready to do it now. I'm ready to make a commitment tomorrow. I'm ready to etch it in blood on some, you know, parchment that's made out of skin, and I'm ready to do it. Yeah. So, so this is, I mean, so, I mean, that's an interesting way to go about it. But hey, if you're a planner, uh, that's that's great. But so it's not that you've met someone who you see oh, no. that is unlike the others who were flings that you that you want to make something serious. You're just in the mood. You think it's time. To it's get time. hitched. Okay. Yeah. And I don't mean hitched in like as in a legal sense because I don't really believe in gay marriage. Well, I don't, it's not that I don't believe in gay marriage. I just don't really, I'm not interested in gay marriage. For you. Um, yeah, I yeah. don't see the point. I'm not going to merge my assets with any other human being. Girl, absolutely the hell no. not. I mean, I just don't understand why. And I, I honestly don't even want to sleep in the same bed as them. Um, but um, I just, I really want, what? 
What? So, okay, so what? So what type of dudes are you in, are you into? Like, like what I'll is your you. idea? Okay, thirty eight to forty five years old from Mexico City has his own money, but didn't grow up rich. Um, his name is Diego. He works in music engineering. He has a mathematical mind. He's not super into languages. His English is actually not super great. He's a little subconscious about it. But he's been living in LA for about four years. <laughs> Doesn't have his own friend group, but he's willing to like um, to merge with mine, but at, at, a, at a, like a responsible kind of level. Um, he loves the occult. He loves. Um, animals but he doesn't have any pets because he's both allergic to cats and dogs which is a real bummer for him and um and i'm flexible on the name diego only <laughs> well, well good oh, luck sister good luck and he's a bottom he's gay and he's a bottom this is very important he's gay he's a bottom and he's got a huge ass okay all right so wait, i don't care wait, about the dick you're a top yeah yeah I did not know this. I've been fighting it, and I don't. I don't really believe in labels. Um, got you, got you. I mean, I'm definitely willing to. I mean, I've had things up my ass, and I'm willing to do that. But I, I can't hook up with a top because I don't like to. I just don't fantasize about getting pounded, and I have a tiny pussy. The LA's tightest cunt three years in a row with a teeny short cervix. Katia, <laughs> I think short vagina. I feel like we are the same person. I, are we I really? Legit, I legit like I. I in in most of my sexual relationships, I I'm ninety percent of the times I top, and sometimes I am to bottom. But I don't. I'm not one of these girls. Like you see bitches in porn or friends, and they like live to get fucked. They're like, please, Mary. it like releases Mary. their life. It, not y'all are in New York, right? You're all in yes. New York. Yeah. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, New Yorkers, about something. I've moved. To, I've been in LA for about three, four years, maybe five years now. Mama, sweetie, <laughs> darling. <laughs> I don't know if you can see this ottoman I have over in the corner. That's not an ottoman. That's an LA butt plug. <laughs> people, I'm telling you, people here. Every person fists. Every person in LA is a fisting bottom, and. It, I have, I have, I like my penis. Like I like my penis. I'm not. It's not a thud club or whatever. But it is serviceable for me. I, there's no complaints. I love it. It works. It's great. It's nice. It's a little more than average. A little more. And then, but like, I mean, I need to. I need to carry around like an obelisk <laughs> because like these. It is just wild. Bunny, it is like a vortex. It is like a. It is like a black hole that sucks up all the furniture. And it's, um, I feel a little like, oh my God, but, but apparently in LA, there's all bottoms. It's the obelisk for me. It's the obelisk for me. I'm fucking done. The Washington Monument went straight up his ass. (laughs) Oh, oh, keep talking. I'm about to come. Oh, oh, this is good. I told you Katya would be a great guest. Okay. Oh, oh, there it is. Okay. (laughs) you know know, and now are you mainly ascertaining la's large bottom no because all my friends are whores because all my friends are whores from your friends not from not from the online dating which i guess no from that well just every 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 bit of information i get about that all the top you know when people mention stuff it just that seems to be that's the case you know of course it's not the case but it just like if I had to, if I had to make a guess of what the percentages of tops to bottoms are in LA, I would say that seventy percent of them are bottoms, just from anecdotal evidence. Got it. I have to say, I've, I've fisted someone before, and it was it was accidental fisting, and I didn't know I was walking into that situation. <laughs> Were you looking for your keys, and then you just ended up? In, in his ass? Well, this was like this was like five years ago, six years ago. He hit me up on Jack, I, and I have not okay. used Jack ever now, since. Now he's jacked. Oh my jacked? god, Jack is like another. It's like another grinder. But I mean, for muscly people. No, it's it's really popular in New York. You know what? It's it's more of like an urban hook hookup app. 
Okay, yeah. gotcha. It's super popular in New York. And he had Brooklyn Jack, and then, but he was a white guy that hit me up on Jack, and I went over to his house, and then I fucking, then I got there, and then we were kissing, and then he was like, let's go to the bedroom. So we went to the bedroom, we're like chatting in the bedroom, and then we're still kissing, making out, like my hand is on his dick, and he's like, do you see that over there? I want to use that. And it was like a Pyrex measuring beaker with like a thick, clear liquid inside of it. And I was like, I was like, okay, we're getting... I, it was. It was. It, I think. I, I don't know, but I think it was fisting lube. It was like super sticky, slimy. viscous, like slimy. Yeah. I was like, "What in the flubber are we doing? This is crazy, <laughs> girl." It was nuts. And then I went in there, and I I started with like a finger, and then two fingers, and then he was like more, and then I. But bitch, I had nails on. I had. I, no, I, I, no, I, no, I, no, I, no, I, no. I had. No, I had, you did not. You yes, did not, not. Not like claws. It was like back. Like it was like the short, the short nails, and then I, active ovals. <laughs> <laughs> or French tips. French tips. <laughs> active ovals, girl. And then oh, I, was, I was I was fisting with active ovals. And then on the last time I went in and I went up to, and I have a big arm, bitch. I went yeah. up to like here. I went up to here in this guy's ass. You pulled out his pancreas, didn't you? you fucking whore. <laughs> right up to my elbows. And then when I oh came out, God. I was I was gagged because I was missing my pinky and I was like, Can no. I get that back? <laughs> <laughs> Can you just give me a little toot? I want my nail back. I am a, I mean, all this stuff, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about you, Bunny, but I mean, I am a very, I'm a simple girl with simple pleasures. Mm-hmm. I like naked bodies and that's all I need. Yeah. I like naked bodies. I don't need any toys. I, and I've done it all, especially when I was a hooker. Like I, you know, with the cross-dressing hooker, you really kind of go, it's a lot, a lot of stuff, you know, thigh highs and, and, and dan- you know, all different types of fetishes and whatever. Yeah. But like, I just need a naked body. And as, as someone who is attentive with a pulse and, um, you know, maybe even not a pulse. But I don't know. Um, but, <laughs> you know, just so I, I don't need any like bells and whistles. And I for me, at least now, I don't you know, who knows about later the the fisting, the, the extreme, anything that's extreme or pushing the envelope sexually is just not really in my worldview at the moment. Got it. So, well, but I feel like that's a, I don't know. Go ahead. Fisting sorry. is a good way to uh, widen your circle of friends. <laughs> widen your circle is exactly right. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I have a friend who moved out to L.A. probably 10 years ago, and he was trying to, you know, hook up with people online and said that all of the ads were saying, are, well, first of all, these were all uh, profiles that said, I don't use drugs. Mm. And he, my friend does use drugs, not one in particular, but just his, his whatever's yeah. going, drinks or whatever. Yeah. And, um, but not, you know, addicted to any of them. And so he said that the profiles that said no drugs would engage him and then start saying things like, are you on point? And he was like, what does that mean? So after getting many, many of these responses about no drug profiles that would, the, the, the conversation, like, are you going to hook up? What do you want to do? And then they would say, are you on point? He asked his gay friends and they said, that meant that you were into injecting whatever, yeah. speed oh, or- the point w- w- is, the, w- is the needle. Yes. Oh. The, 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 and, and, and I was like, Jesus Christ. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, because I, I, on point could also mean you're together or yeah, your body's you, you got together. It together. Or, <laughs> you got, are you on yeah. top of the world? <laughs> yeah. Right. Or, or just a top. 401k. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but, but don't you think that that can, I, do, do you not think that uh, drug use, especially speed, 
can be mm -hmm. linked to bottoming because I oh, what no, my it, take is that people get so they get, they get so high that they mm -hmm. are over their uh, inhibitions of what you know. It, like it suddenly, if you're high, it's okay to bottom. And then oh, yeah. maybe, I'm guessing, it becomes you need bigger and bigger things up there. I don't know. You're right. And there's also, but there's also a, a, a very particular um, point. Uh, there's the, the mostly, or you can't get hard. So you're, mm. you're slamming meth or you're doing, when you're slamming meth or you're doing um, a, a degree, of, when you're doing enough meth to get you absolutely uh, you know, Tarantina Aguilerta, you, uh, <laughs> you, you can't, you literally, your dick shrivels up to a peanut. Oh, so maybe I'm doing, maybe I'm doing this now. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Is that why bunny, when I, when I went down on <laughs> you the other day, I thought I was a little squirrel. With um, yeah. it was no big. So, and, and here's another interesting thing. When I was back, when I was in Boston, I, um, and I was, I, I you know, I was a lady, I had a hookup with this incredible, Incre one of the most incredible looking guys I've ever had. It said he was a medical student. He was self-identified straight. And um, I fucked the shit out of him. And he was, um, and I, I always used to forget that a, a man, a self-identified straight man visiting a cross-dresser for sex was often a kink, right? For me, it was just regular sex because I was like, that's who I was. But um, it was a kink. And he would, he said, he explained to me after we had sex that he likes to do meth. And when he does meth, he, it's, it was fascinating. He, no, this was a guy dating women, was going to get married, had plans to get married, very, very sort of quote unquote, well-adjusted regular dude. And when he does meth, he wants to get railed by a nonstop parade of men blindfolded. Wow. Men or so, cross-dressers? Men, men, big man. burly bears. Like so that the, was the fantasy. So the cross-dresser fucking him was just a step towards that. that was just a, oh, so uh, the, to your point, the, so it's a combination of things. That the, um, it's the absolute, it's not even the lowering of inhibitions. Often it's the complete obliteration of inhibitions mm -hmm. and the, the accumulation of really, you know, it's stimulation. So what you're wanting to is, is to push more and more and more in the realm of stimulation and not to get super dark, but it often does get dark where it goes into sex crimes. It goes into, I mean, really, really, not just fantasy, you know, like it, the fantasies, you know, anybody, yeah, yeah. Who, I think anybody who's been slamming meth for uh, uh, more than once or twice will probably tell you that the psyche goes to, it travels into some very dark neighborhoods fantasy yeah. wise. But then inevitably, you know, with the, the, you know, there's a lot of degradation involved, a lot of moral degeneration involved that it just, you find yourself in these situations in real yeah. life that are really sketch. And another thing is that what often happens, and I know this from experience and people, when people get sober from meth, they continue not, you know, not push, they continue to push the envelope sexually a lot. I know a ton of sober fisting bottoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and a lot of sober guys too. too. Yeah, they go, they go, they go to the German bathhouse or the German oh. nightclub, and they get like wham, bam, wham, Bob, bam, uh, wham, bam. Sober. I just cannot know? find myself in a place where these guys they they seem to all be always ready to receive, and I'm like, uh -huh. I'm just never. I, I, I how's that biology walk? like? Yeah, <laughs> you know how you just always ready to get something up your ass. I don't know. I I don't know either. When I I didn't start bottoming until I was thirty years old, girl. And Mary, I'm telling you, I am so. And maybe because I was had watched so much porn up until that point, and I was like, my baseline was like, I, you know, I can't. I'm not ready unless I have a fucking sparkling palm olive ass. You know, Hello. that is like 
that, yeah. And I mean, you know, yeah, like absolutely. Cha-ching. And and it's just like it costs too much. Yeah, it takes too, yeah, much. too much. So yeah, but I mean, I, I would always wanted my ass to be so pretty that I would even you know braid my hemorrhoids. <laughs> oh and, and my I, god! Occasionally. I would put ribbons in them, you know, uh, for spring holidays. For, yeah, from the Maypole. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking dead. I'm dead. My new, my new tagline, but where my new pickup line, Bunny, you might appreciate is, um, excuse me, I'm so sorry to bother you, but I just can't help but share that I would love to bite the hemorrhoids off of your shitty ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, okay, when when can we hook up, Katya? Oh, wait, oh no, I'm sorry, you were telling me your hookup, but I'm sorry. Well, you know what? It worked. It worked on me, and I know you. So, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm gonna say yippity yahoo for that one. You know, I, mean, I think it's interesting that you are in love and 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 going on about that. You know, I I often I, no, I'm I, not in love. I, I want to be in no, love. She, no, she wants yeah, to get yeah, to find love. Yeah, yeah. Is it okay? I'll, let me turn it up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I often giggle because, you know, I've, I've, I've had a lot more sexual partners than long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. I guess the longest one was a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, sometimes I look at couples arguing, and they can tell they're arguing over nothing. You can tell sure. they've been together for too sure. long and that they're making yeah. something mundane into an argument at the airport or whatever yeah. because they're sick of each other. Yeah. And I think, thank God you didn't, you know, go that route. But at the same time, it must be nice to have someone other than a therapist uh, or friends who you can who you can uh, uh, talk with about yeah. and, 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 and be there for. But, you know, I will tell you that something funny is that I always thought, well, there's a lot of things that I can't do lose weight be funny no um i mean the the things like drive a car that everyone else can do and you know i've always had to to content myself with well you can do this thing that some people you know want to do and then sometimes i think well what if i had a husband who was going to complete me and be you know that person that you know got the taxes in on time and you know all that kind of stuff and and so then I, I say no 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 don't do that complete yourself yeah. and then here here I am uh, basically a year away from pushing sixty and I'm like okay I've solved all my problems uh, don't don't let everybody jump at once come and totally. get it sixty yeah. year well, old pussy yeah. I am the uh, 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 bottom so I'm like I'm not sure that was the right approach in hindsight <laughs> <laughs> I, but here's the thing that I mean I've always like I love to be alone and I also love myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I think one of the reasons I've been single for so long is because I really love myself. Like, and I have extremely high expectations for people. And if, and if, and if, if they don't meet them, then I'm not going to do it. You know, there's really no tea there, but like, I also, I definitely, um, I'm not a person who like really loves to wallow in sadness. And I think that is perfectly feasible and perhaps even probable that I'll never have a long-term relationship in this go-round, this lifetime. And honestly, it doesn't really bother me that much. Yeah. Um, because I love to be alone. And I think I know the, the couples that I know, my parents have been together. They've never, you know, no divorce, nothing. They've been together Word. for over 30 years, whatever. And um, I have a good model, but I also, I have great models in, um, a ro- a role models for relationships. And the key is always not together all that much. I mean, I always joke, I want a Tuesday and a Friday night boyfriend. 
Tuesday, Girl. Friday night, sleepover Saturday, yeah. out by 1 p.m. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> get out, get out. You know, what? well, well, when you and in and for your new for for you for your new reality show from Katya with Love, yeah. is it are we is it going to be very like flavor of love style? Like, are we going yes. like that style of yes. of love? Yeah, but it's good. But so the funny thing is, like, I you know it it was pitched as a joke, obviously as a piss uh-huh. take on on um you know uh you know think about like Tiffany Pollard, you know like yeah. icon, that kind yeah. of thing. That's what I we're uh, looking for. Yeah, so like a you know say like a I love New York meets the Eric Andre show or something like that, but. Um, <laughs> But I'm serious. So I'm serious. I want to fall in love, and I am open to doing it on television. I don't care if it's on TV, on VHS, on in real life, or whatever. I will. I'll do it. So um, I'm actually looking forward to that because it's the perfect time. I'm getting in. I'm literally. I'm taking it very seriously. I'm going to a trainer five days a week because I'm going to look snatched and amazing. Word, and, um, Katya. You know, and so that's. It's really fun because especially now. I mean, the world we're living in. It's such a post, post, post modernist fucking apocalyptic shit show. It's like, well, why not? Yeah, but, but I grew but, up on those shows. Go, sorry, go ahead, Benny. Well, I mean, but but I mean, it's, listen, I'm, I'm not going to question your approach, but if you're looking for someone to love rather than falling in love with someone, doesn't that mean that you could end up wanting a relationship with someone who really should just be passing through as a trick? I don't know. Oh, of course. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's always the danger, you yeah. know. Um, but I'm, you know, it's just, it's, it's, I'm, I'll live in the kind of just see how it, see how it happens. Take it as it comes. Um, I also have, um, I have a really good, uh, I think I'm able to live in the moment. Well, like, whereas mm-hmm. like, I'm kind of like indulging in the idea of falling in love and having it be quote unquote forever. But also let me, can I tell you, I was in an Uber the other day on the way to Beverly center. And this is a little, maybe this is a, something I shouldn't share, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, the, Ooh. I got into my head. I was listening to this crazy melodramatic Russian song, this ballad, this so super crazy ballad, and I, I envisioned this whole three-year scenario with the perfect man, and and it was like it was like the first forty minutes of romantic comedy before things go south and then pick up again. It was like the most. I mean, the sex is amazing. We're laughing in the kitchen. We're we're tickling each other in bed. It's it's just smiles and sex and laughter and and I'm and his family is Russian and I, I get along with them and we come we overcome homophobia together. And then he dies in a car accident, and I spend an entire month grieving and finally kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, Katya, we're, we're going to... And I cried. I cried in the Uber as I was getting out of the Uber. I had tears streaming down my face with the mask on, <laughs> listening to Russian music. And I said, have a nice day. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we're going to have to have you on more often because you've made me come twice. <laughs> I mean, that is some hot shit right there. <laughs> but but the point is, I would rather take, I'd rather have three years of wonderful than a lifetime of something, not something special. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. it was like whatever, or even a year, a year, but a sufficient, yeah. a, a sufficient enough, a sufficient time enough for people around me to like really go, oh no, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not I like mean, a six month trick. That's that, that's always the when I see these couples like uh, and 
I guess this speaks to like the 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 sappy romance person I am. But like movies like The Notebook, like these motherfuckers uh-huh. who spent their entire life together, that they were so in love that they fucking died together at the end. I'm like, that's kind of ideal, like dying with your partner. Because if you love Absolutely. someone that hard, the thought of fucking living without them, I get it. It's probably like crippling, and that sounds yeah. sounds so scary. Yeah. So, so you want them on Tuesdays and Fridays, and then you don't want them to live. Okay, <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. You are in the road on the road. To a healthy relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, but I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't. I was like, I think it's going to be car accident. I settled on car accident. Initially, it was heroin overdose. But then I thought, oh no, I'll, I'll there, there's like there's a little too loaded there. So I'll just say, you know, act of God, car accident, total accident. And then I was really yeah. Um, well, have I, you considered looking up Robbie Turner? <laughs> <laughs> No. If you fantasize oh about God. car accidents. I mean, the way that you describe this show, I Love New York meets the Eric Andre show. I mean, that that's sounds, the idea. Yeah, that's I, the idea. I, that sounds literally fucking perfect and it's going to be yeah. everything. I can't wait. I can't wait. We don't, we haven't even started filming it yet. I mean, I, it's announced so I can talk about that, I guess. But yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to stay alive to do it. It's like, you know, it's always a journey. It's always an adventure. Um, but um <laughs> Yeah, it, I'm ex- I'm excited to do it. It's like it's kind of hard. Um, it's not too often that I get like a, a an opportunity to be on television, and then and then for this this is kind of like the ideal thing, you know. Yeah, it's like yeah. I can I can be the best version of myself, and then I, I'm not even really the star, you know. It's really the cast. Like we the cast. The shows like that are all about. I mean, Tiffany Pollard. She's oh, the I'm star. The star, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. And she's just one of many. Oh my God! This has been Katya. I'm so obsessed. I've I've learned so much about you. I, I well, also I'm, I'm, it bears repeating three years in a row. LA's tightest cunt right here. <laughs> it's a pin. You can't even see it. It's so teeny tiny, tiny bunny. You can't even put a finger in it. No. <laughs> Can I put a knife in it? <laughs> I, 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 I was. Wait, 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 wait. Can I regurgitate something back to you, Bunny? Yes. One of my favorite, favorite jokes of Bunny's. How do you get a gay guy to fuck a woman? Shit in her cunt. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, you don't you know, have to I, include that. I just wanted to say it. No, we, honey, that's honey. If I ha- I used to have good jokes, yeah, include it. Um, I spoke to Ryan Butcher, formerly of yes. the Gay Times, yeah. who gave me a little hint at your humor, and he mm-hmm. said that um, you told him at a UK show that I was there out of drag and had him trying to figure out. Uh, who I was out of all the people there. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the night, she said, oh, Bunny's not here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> people want to see Bunny out of drag, girl. That's so shady. You know, sometimes I lose track of all your shows. And, of course, there is, uh, with Trixie, mm-hmm. yeah. which has so, been going on how long? Well, the sixth. Season starts in a wow. couple of um, weeks, and I got to—I made them. Uh, I like bullied them into previewing the first episode, and I. So it's. Fun. I mean, I love the show because it. So it's an improv. It's a cool show because we go there and we improv, right? But then the real show starts in the editing room. Those whores turn it 
out. All yeah. the comedy for me and for most of the viewers is involved in the editing. What they do with this, you know, the raw, like the goop, and they turn it into something incredible. Yeah. Jeff and Jeff McCubbin and Ron Hill, they're like so. I mean, they're just so funny. They're so witty. It's so clever. And it, I get to watch the episodes like a viewer. So I've missed the show and that's coming out soon. I watched the first episode and Trixie looks so, I, I almost gonna, I'm gonna wretch as I say this, but Trixie looks so skinny and so beautiful. Word. It's like the glow up because I don't know if you remember, but when we were doing the season seven tour, she looked like Annabelle. The doll, <laughs> Annabelle. She had brown teeth, b- bright blue crazy eyes, and wet brown cheeks. Wet brown, wet brown. And she has looked so. I mean, the the. Well, the, she still uh, has she still has wet brown cheeks. You just <laughs> on the other end. <laughs> it's true. That's true. But she's. Work. Beautiful. She looks beautiful, and it's so great. And I, it just, it's so fun. I'm like so looking forward to it. And that's on Wow Plus. That's on Wow. So it's on Wow Presents Plus, uncensored, which is really the best way to watch it. And then it'll be episodes are available for free on YouTube later. And I, I mean, listen, I, I know it's tough. Like I've been poor most of my life. I've been poor. And asking people to, you know, it's like all the cable company, they have a million OnlyFans now, right? It's like you got to do Showtime Plus and, and HBO Bonkers or, and, you know, like yeah. Encore, yeah. this and that. Everybody's got an OnlyFans now. Yeah. And um, so, but to $4, $3.99 a month, you can watch that Uncensored plus all the other shit they got on there. And it's, I mean... I, I do it. They don't give it to me for free. And, yeah, um, and yeah. it's, you can watch drag. You know, I think you can watch drag race down under. There's all those other things. So, Canada, so it's worth it. It's worth UK, it. Yeah, all of them on there. Yeah. Yeah. It is and and it. bitch, I like, I put it on my fucking cast it to my giant, little TV and it's gorgeous and lovely. It's mm-hmm. better than watching on YouTube, you know? Yeah. Um, so anyways, and, yeah. So that's, well, you also have uh, a book that debuted at the New York times number two spot with Trixie. No. Number no? one. Number, number one. one. Number wow, one. Wow, buddy. No, no, sorry, 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 you know, for people who are actually famous and big stars, whatever, you can get on there for the first week, your debut week. Mm-hmm. You know, you do a lot of press and stuff. But we were on there for two weeks. We were debut number two. Huge deal. It was like, that was a big, that was one of the few things I was like, oh my God, I actually felt like this is a life dream, you know, a goal yeah. that I accomplished. Yeah. And that was incredible. We're doing another book. We're working what, what, on that what, real soon. Okay, what's this book about? It's about um, how to strengthen and um, reinforce your vaginal wall, bunny. You fucking blown out cow pussy whore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would like my vagina needs help. It's a textbook. Very heavy. Yeah. Okay. And it's called "I'd Like to Become a Woman." (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's 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 about work. It's about okay. the workplace. We did we did like a, a, a spoof of an etiquette guide, and now it's this is about like the workplace. Work. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't Working. a Ms. Cracker go ghostwriter thing. 
<laughs> oh no, we wrote that. She's bitch a woman. Ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's funny. The you know, publishing is a whole another animal. I when we announced the first book, you're, you know, a lot while ago. Books take forever. Um, I got so many requests to have to people to ghostwrite it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, it's super common. I mean, especially like illiterate stars like us, you know, like it's very common for us to just like put, you know, we'll do the photo shoots, put our names on the cover and then yeah. nothing. But we wrote every motherfucking word ourselves. And there are a lot of pictures, but it's still a book I'm very proud of. Yeah. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. And then that. there's also the Bald and Beautiful, your podcast. Yeah, the podcast. Oh, and then that's, yeah, that, that comes out every Tuesday. We got episodes and they're fun. We have a lot of great guests. But, um, that, and that's, um, yeah, we're, we just, uh, it, that's like I said before, it's kind of, it's, it's great, but it's, um, podcasts are a lot of work. They are. And people, and people do them and think that, oh, I'm just going to talk in a mic and blah, blah, blah. It is a lot of work for podcasts. I think it's also like for me, because I struggle with this, the, the, the forward thinking commitment, because when you do a podcast, Mary, you're signing up for infinity. You really are. <laughs> you know you know really I mean? are. You are, you are, you yeah, are. Yeah. yeah. And, but, um, easy. oh, I want to plug this one thing. Um, so, um, uh, I think last year I, uh, we did a, a, a music EP and, um, and which was very well received. Like people really like it. I'm so glad. Cause I love it. And then we did, um, I had Vampire a whole bunch fitness. Vampire, Vampire fitness. fitness. Yeah. And I had, um, which I'm includes, at, let me, let me describe, mm, which includes yeah. a, a, what is it? Eight minute video. Be, be your own where, dentist. Where, where, girl. Oh, yeah. Your, yeah. Where, where at the end of it, you pull your teeth out because meth, meth hadn't meth, got done meth. enough to your teeth. <laughs> yeah. So you, well, you want to pull out mystery, the few, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, so t t tell us, I mean, another one is featuring Alaska, come to Brazil yep. and, and t tell us about your, you know, musical evolution. Well, some I'm, Russian songs. Yep. So we got Russian, we got Portuguese, we got, um, you know, English. And so there are two in Russian, one in Portuguese and then a couple in English and, uh, or no, Italian, Italian, um, ravioli. And, um, so I, I mean, I was like, not, I'm not a singer, um, I'm not a seamstress, but I'm a fierce. I'm not a seamstress. Yeah, or yeah, I'm not a comedian. I might not be funny. I might not be a singer. Yeah, um, I might not. I'm, I might not. Can't do drag. I don't know how to wear on makeup. I can't yeah. wear clothes. I can't I might walk not in heels. A wig. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. I go might ahead, not go be ahead. good at all at anything in any way, shape, or form. But I'm here to show you I still got it. <laughs> um, but I so I yeah I was like. I've been very hesitant there. This is something we started like two years ago. And I was like, you know, this is for me, it is such the, it is such a vanity project. It's such a, a, a frivolous endeavor in the sense that it's like, there's no point for me to do it unless I just a hundred percent want to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, there's no, like, it doesn't make any sense for me to do it. So I was like, you know what? I kind of, so I went back and revisited a lot of like the music that kind of formed my, my teenage years and adolescence and up until like early twenties and stuff that really kind of kept me, not to be corny, but like stuff that music that really kind of kept me alive and interested through yeah. very, you know, turbulent times, you know, just being a wacko vampire, goth, gay teenager. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we kind of like pulled a lot of pulled together a lot of music with the help of this inc incredible producers at Killingsworth, this guy, Paul shiny. He's like, so, so lovely and amazing. And, um, and that one of the Ash, Ashley Levy, the songwriters was so helpful. And Tomas Costanza, the guy, um, who heads the studio, we just came up with this stuff and it was like, 
I just like so much joy, like when we're, we're you know, we're previewing the songs and then, and working on them and then, um, you know, new versions come out and we try stuff in the studio. And it's just like, I, I remember one time I ran out of the booth after a take doing one of the songs and I just started screaming because I was just so happy. It's just such a fun, like joyful experience. So I mean, they the had engineer, an ornament up the my engineer ass. <laughs> ran out screaming. The musicians out, ran wasn't out even in the studio. Programmers yeah. ran out screaming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so we did that and I loved the way it came out. And, um, and of course then it provides an opportunity to do what I really love, which is make videos. Mm-hmm. And, um, so people should watch those. They're all on YouTube. And if they don't have it, you got to get um, an Oculus or some kind of uh, uh, virtual reality viewing de- device because it's the beer on dentist one that my friend Jonathan Sims did. It is a completely 360 immersive environment up, down, and back of you. The whole thing. Oh, is, I didn't know that. Oh, yes. Mary Dugan. It, you, like The first time I... I put on the thing and I was like, I'm going to start crying. It's like so intense oh, and it's good so to know. beautiful. It's everywhere down up. The whole thing is a hundred percent, 360 degrees immersive with immersive with surround sound in, in like, um, you know, it, it's just so, you know, a lot oh, of people, okay. yeah. Like you can, you can watch it on your phone like that, you know, you move it around and it's always, you know, it, it gives you a little rectangle window into the, the environment. But, um, it's it's pretty incredible, and it uh he's oh my god my friend John did so I mean he worked so hard on it for months and months, and um but now we're doing a remix album a remix EP, and so it's uh this guy Edward Vigiletti who did a wonderful remix of Ding Dong, um this incredible Italian rapper Misketa who did a, a um her own take on Ravioli and then um, Bright Light Bright Light uh, Rod Thomas from he did a, a remix of Ravioli and then Markaholic who's worked with RuPaul and many others uh, he did um a remix of Ding Dong that's so fun. And I'm, right. I can't wait till it comes out. It's really good. And that's with Trixie. Well, Katya, yeah. you have taken us from obelisks to oculus. <laughs> I love and, it. I love uh, I love every that. minute. Obelisk. Dun, 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 dun. And a, oculus. <laughs> I loved every now, minute I want to ask you one thing that Monet and I were chatting about before the podcast, and we've chatted about before. This is a quote from you um, about the album, from a BuzzFeed interview. Quote, but it's getting to the point where I haven't performed live in so long that it's going to be so nerve wracking when it actually comes time to do it again. I'm so nervous and so out of practice, it's going to be like, er, not to be confused with, um, the idea of performing music live right now is so terrifying. So what we wanted to, to ask about is that I am guilty of this and I've seen uh, drag race queens who are guilty of this and spend tons of money on their videos and then never perform their original music. And I can't figure out that dynamic. Um, like Manila is so great about um, always performing her mm-hmm. new songs, but I find that, you know, often we don't. We go for the easier, I mean, uh, presumably it's easier to do a song in lip sync or whatever that people already know or me do a parody and we know mm. that comedy or whatever pays the bills right. or, or whatnot, but it, yeah. uh, don't you think that that's interesting? I mean, all, all, all the queens that have spent tons of money on these, these videos Girl. that yeah. I just don't, I don't think that I never see them perform them and, and when does that, how does that translate? Well, I don't, yeah, it's, it is funny because, and I, you know, out of the, I've been doing drag for a while and I've, that's always, and, and for me, not, and I don't want to sound pretentious, but I've came from an art background. So like I, um, 
my, my, my first instinct to go on stage was not to be like, you know, um, Kylie Minogue. It was, you know, I was like doing crazy weird performance art stuff. So, but when I started doing drag, I was always so, it was always the kind of a, a discussion in my head about like, you know, do I do what I want to do or do I try and do what I think they want me to do? Yeah. And I, I don't find that that's a very productive discussion because, well, for once, it's just in your head. Yeah. And, you know, like, um, but, but through a lot of experience, you do find that, like, at least with crowds that maybe aren't there to only see you, it's like, well, the Britney mix is going to kill. Right. Even though I, even though I want to do this, like, obscure 80s Russian pop song. <laughs> you know, right, like, right, right, um, right. And, and, but, and you just, whatever. But nowadays though, I do feel that like I have, I am in a unique and very grateful privileged position to when I, if I'm at a show, if I'm performing at a show, there's a good chance that at least half the crowd is there to see me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, half of them might be there just to get drunk and fuck or whatever. But like, I know I got at least the first three rows, I got the stands, you know? Yeah. And I'm going to do, they want me to be happy and to be my best self, which yeah. means that I'm going to do what I want to do. And hell yeah, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to do these songs that I've done, um, especially th- in the way that um, I had that in mind when I made it because I was like, I want to go do this. I want to do ravioli in Italy. I want to do an Italian song in Italy. I want to do come in Brazil in Brazil. Yeah. And I want to do, um, you know, I want to do uh, Ding Dong in Russia because it's it, it's actually a parody of a very, very famous um, Ukrainian singer's song, Boom Boom. And oh. like, it's like, so people get the melody, like they'll know. And that's what kind of had in mind because I was like, I want to perform these in real life. And I made it so that, you know, it's not like, oh, I don't have to do no vocal warm up before I hit the stage because I'm not a fucking singer, but... I just want to have fun on stage my own stuff that I paid a lot of money for, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I think, I, I think I, I that, is, that is a big conundrum. It's like, do I do the number that's going to, I know it's that's going to kill, but it's going to scream yeah. their heads off, or do I do my own shit, you know? Well, think about this, though, and, and this is a very, I mean, major, major stars go through this all the time. And Paul McCartney, I think, famously said, to, I don't know, it was Lady Gaga or some shit, or Harry Styles, or like, you got to do the hits. Yeah, you got it. Like even within their own canon or their own songbook, like if Madonna doesn't do "Express Yourself" or "Vogue," people leave the concert screaming. Yeah. Well, yeah. however, I would go nuts if I went to a Diana Ross concert and she sang "It's My House" or "No One Gets the Prize," which weren't right. her biggest hits. But like, and I th- she does weave those things in. But with drag queens, I noticed that obviously. You know, if you if if you're in a big room with people and they hear the 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 familiar strains of a song that you're yeah. lip syncing to or doing a parody yeah. um, to, then obviously that's a way to get them moving or they they yeah. know it yeah. and if and they don't know. So I mean, it it some some people are good at like working some of their original stuff in or making sure that that original material is presented as a showstopper the way they would their drag numbers, you know, with backup singers and whatever. But it's, it's, you know, and I also know one queen who decided I'm doing rap and then uh, the show was so rap heavy that people, you know, her booking agent said, it's hard for me to book a 40 minute, you know, show of unknown rap stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so. it's a comp- it's a compromise. It's like programming anything is like, I, I mean, I, I'm, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it, you know, I think about doing a DJ set of like how difficult that would be. Like, 
you know, just compiling a DJ set, it's like you have to, so many things you have to think like, okay, what time of night is it? What's the venue? Who's going to be there? And then yeah. like, oh my God. And then the, keeping the energy or kind of trying to orchestrate the, the flow. I was like, oh, yeah, with all of these projects, how are you going to find love? Well, like, like I said, two, I got two, I blocked out Tuesday, um, Tuesday evening <laughs> in, into Monday, no sleepover on Tuesday and then Saturday and then Friday night into Saturday. I've got those blocked off. So, okay. I don't right. plenty of time. Okay. Plenty of time. See ya, yeah. buddy. Diego, if you're listening, please fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> you I heard that you first. I thought you wanted to fuck them. Well, it's just a figure of speech. It's a figure of speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah Diego Montoya, Katya is waiting for you, girl. <laughs> yeah. I got plenty of Viagra. I will stay hard all the time. I will be. I will, yeah. 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 But can you please get some to Bunny so she can stay up on this podcast? Look, this bitch, <laughs> yeah. she is over here sleeping. Bunny, wake your old ass up. <laughs> Well, if you could get some good guests, I might. <laughs> Katia, thank you so fucking much for being here, thank girl. Thank you this guys. Great. What a pleasure. What a privilege. Well, thank you guys so much. I love thank you both so you. much. Thank you so You're much welcome. for being here, and, babe. And look out for Katia's everything. All right, well, I'm going to go jerk off. Thank you guys. Okay, babe. Thanks. <laughs> Bye, Katia. And um, we just got done with Katia. Oh, my Lord. Well... Bunny set this up, and I am happy that she did. Katya was a fucking delight. I'm, like, obsessed with her. Yes. She, you, oh, wait. I did one thing right, like, what, 13, 14 weeks into the podcast. Monet has complimented me on arranging a guest. <laughs> well, Bunny, uh, Bunny you, you often arrange our guests, and I'm always very grateful. You, you have people who are this very... This is the first time, <laughs> as I say... <laughs> that I have heard it expressed in this manner. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. My ca captain, my captain, Lady Bunny. However, can I be indebted to you for this lovely gift of Katya you have, this, you have bestowed upon me this episode of the podcast? However, may, may I repay you? Maybe well, with a bull job? You, you seem to be approaching the right tone now. Okay. okay. A few weeks of work. I think okay. you'll it. <laughs> so you think that, right. So you think that black people should be in service to white people. Got it. We see where you stand. No, mm -hmm. not at all. Just uh, inferior people like you <laughs> of any race. Oh, like me. Like me. What, what, what is that? Like me, like a, a, a tall person or no, a, a, no. Um, a gay my, man? No, faculties. Incomplete. Oh. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. So you think people without full mental capacity should be in service to people with full ones? Uh, if they're able to perform simple tasks without drooling all over my finery. <laughs> Let's stop while we're ahead before this podcast gets canceled for the 14th time this month. <laughs> <laughs> they could never. <laughs> Buddy, I'm going to miss you again every week. I, I, I am sad when this is over. Every week you lie. <laughs> <laughs> you have a blessed week, and I hope that Brenda Darling gives you gonorrhea this weekend. Okay. Well, she gave it to me in my mouth this past Sunday, so I hope to have a matching set in me. In your ass. Yes. Uh -huh. Good. Yes. Uh -huh. uh, anyway. And I don't know who the guest is next week, but thanks for tuning in to Ebony and Irony, and you'll find out soon enough. Yes, ma'am. All right. See ya.
a podcast network.